0: Welcome to the Figure Fit Lifestyle Coaching Podcast. I'm your host Liz Norriswicky, international best-selling author of the book Happy, Healthy, Fit. Founder and owner of Solace Yoga Studio, Solace Yoga School, and Figure Fit, the worldwide online personal training program. I'm a single mom, Paleo Fit Score Female Champion for 2014. I am a self and soul love expert, an entrepreneur at heart, a visionary, and a futurist. I'm also a mentor. I am so grateful that you are here. Each week, I'll bring you a special guest or an inspirational tip that will help you break old patterns, find that inner motivation that will help you take action towards creating the life of your dreams. You didn't come here to play small and watch others live amazing lives. No, you are divine, my godly friend. The universe wants to shower you with an amazing life filled with happiness and soulful connections. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Figure Fit Podcast, where we discuss fitness, paleo nutrition, yoga, meditation, spirituality, and other ways to have a happy, peaceful, and abundant life. And here's your host, Liz Nierswicki. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Figure Fit podcast. I am your host, Liz Nierswicki. You guys, I'm so happy to be here with you today, and I have some important news to share. Those of you who have been listening to my podcast now for quite some time are aware that I've been going through a lot with my studio. I haven't really, I tried to not say too much in this podcast just because. Honestly, I didn't want to frighten anybody, any employees, any um, clientele that are attending the classes at the studio, but for a very long time, I have been unhappy and really planning my way out of that experience and that way of having that business in particular, that specific way, the class schedule way is what I'm talking about. But before I do that, I wanna take a moment to recognize the Figure Fit podcast sponsor, Health IQ. I've been hearing some great stories about how people are getting amazing quotes and finally people are starting to um, get life insurance for their family, maybe even up the life insurance that they do have. This is so important. So just wanna take a moment to share this information with you. I love rewards, love them. I believe that when you do good work, and are an example you should be rewarded. I do this with my employees and I do this with my own son. Health IQ is a life insurance agency that does this for their customers. If you're an avid health enthusiast, such as a runner, a cyclist, yogi, strength trainer, or something similar, you'll wanna check out Health IQ for great rates. Health IQ uses science and data to secure lower rates on life insurance for health conscious people just like you. 56% 56% of Health IQ customers have seen savings between 4 and 33% on their life insurance rates. It's like saving money on car insurance for being a good driver, but Health IQ saves you money on your life insurance for living a healthy and conscious lifestyle. Learn more and get a free quote today at healthiq.com forward slash figure fit. I am an avid reader, you guys, and another podcast sponsor is audible.com and I've got I've worked out a free deal for you where if you are new to audible you can actually get a free download downloaded book um, by just heading to figurefitfreebook.com and with that website in particular you get to go to a special page and just put your email in and you'll get access to one free book what I love about audible is that you pay a monthly fee, and then every single month, you can get a new book. And if you, if you aren't interested in that, you don't have to do it, but this will be your opportunity to get a free trial to just see what this is all about and see what kind of books that they have. And this is a lot like, Audible's an Amazon company, so you guys, they have a ton of books. The first year that I did my Audible membership, I listened to 60-some books on audio and that was back in 2014. And ever since that year, I was like, okay, maybe that was a little heavy for me. But um, I kind of slowed it back after that in 2015 and 16. And actually, this year, I've listened to maybe like one, I've just been so busy with everything going on at the studio. So, um, and also in my own personal life. So I, uh, I, I welcome the the distraction of a great audiobook in my life when I'm walking on the treadmill in the mornings or if I'm, you know, traveling, just that diving into a great book is just amazing and I love doing that. I know a couple of my friends recently who have used this code to get access to their free book and they've downloaded some amazing books. I think once you do it, you get kind of hooked. So, you know, the membership, if you're interested, it's a great it's a great uh, reward, you know, in the long term, you learn so much. All right, so let's get on with today's episode. Well, I just, you know, one of my friends said, Okay, tell everybody what's going on with you. I'm like, Oh, I don't know what to say. (laughs) I just don't. um, I don't, but I do, but I don't. And for you guys, I can't even, there's been so many podcast episodes that I have recorded and I have not shared. It's because i I was in energy that I really just didn't want to put out in the world. you know, I was in this complaining, I was uh, judging, I was attacking and it was energy that it's not productive energy. It's not the kind of energy that I want to be in or share. And so sometimes it's it's um it's kind of like a you know double-edged sword. What do you share? What do you not share when it comes to your truth and what you're going through? So some of the stuff I have not shared, I actually have a podcast that I recorded a couple weeks ago. Um, It was the week, it was Friday of the week, I found out about my landlord deciding to shut down my location and, or basically kick me out of my location. And I, I went through that week, I, was, I think I was a lot in shock that week, and um, I came home, and it was a Friday night, and I was alone, and that was not good, and I wanted something, I wanted someone to be there, and I just came straight to my podcast, and I recorded, and I even cried on the podcast a couple of times, like three times, so I'm kind of holding on to that one. I I have a plan. I'm probably going to share that on my newest podcast that I'm going to be releasing about creating a heavenly mind and what that means to me and how it can help you in your own life. And I I'm going to do it in terms of a story, kind of like a looking back of where I was and where I, you know, how I got out of that. And Yeah, I'm holding on to that one. It's going to be a tough one for me to release, but I think that once I'm through that, through all of this, um, you know, there's a quote that says, when it no longer makes you cry, you know you've healed from it. And yeah, that's exactly what needs to happen because I can't can't put something out there that um, is just really raw with me. And uh, I just, I can't do it. Not yet. So um, this is authentic and vulnerable enough to be able to come here and really share what I am sharing right now. So because I I get you know I have a very small group of people that I get really really close with, but on this podcast I share quite a bit with you guys and um, I know that there are a lot of listeners out there who you know resonate with the words I speak and resonate with the message that that I speak and and not just, um, with fitness, but the, the entrepreneur message, the struggles that us entrepreneurs or even executives, um, moms, dads, single parents, these, these struggles that we're going through, I know there's so many of you that resonate with this message and that's why I'm here and that's what I'm here to do is really share the truth because the truth is the only thing I care about and really rising up into the truth. And the truth is not always beautiful and um, easy to accept is what I should say. The truth is the truth and the truth I believe is always the best thing for us, otherwise it wouldn't be here. Um, However, it's not always easy for us to accept because we have these amazing egos that love to (laughs) uh, attack and be suspicious and be judgmental and be competitive and you know we just have to figure that figure it all out between ego and spirit and what we're really here for so yeah there's all of that my new podcast is going to be called heavenly mind and i'm going to be doing a lot with mindset and spiritual speaking and that's what my heart is you guys i know without a doubt that the purpose on my soul and what I am here to do is to help people find their way back home. And that is inside of them. It is to find God within and to live from that place. So my message is finally starting to come out of my mouth in a way that resonates the deepest with me. If you go to my website, you'll see that I have a pop-up on there to sign up for my newsletter. And I welcome you as a god or a goddess because in my mind, that's what you are. And that's what we are. We are the divine in human form. And it's our egos that separate us from other beings. It's our ego that separates us from our own higher self. And this has been the journey that I have been on ever since you know, ever since I've been alive, but ever since I woke up to this truth. And I really started waking up back in, oh boy, 2000. And I want to say it really began around the time when my yoga studio happened. Um, I've always been spiritual, but I don't even know if that's true now that I think about it. Uh, It probably started happening a long time before this when I Because I didn't grow up in a religious home, and I became a Christian back in 2000, and and then I lived, I tried to be this perfect Christian for so long, and there were just things on my journey that I was like, oh, well, I am not going to not have sex before marriage. That is definitely something that I'm going to do, and so therefore, I am not perfect here in this biblical way of being, and what happened? I got pregnant. I got pregnant, had a child out of wedlock, and it's 15 years later, here we are, I'm a single mom, and and you know what, there's a lot of people like me, you know, there are, and um, there's not an ounce of me that regrets that at all. My son is the most precious gift in the world, and if you know my story, you know that um, his dad wanted me to have an abortion, and I said, no, I'm going to do this, I'm 24, I can do this, and I've lived on my wings of faith throughout his whole life. And right now, it's another time like that where I am living on faith. And it's really quite an interesting experience and journey when you live on faith, because, you know, our ego really loves to control things. And I have, I, I am I'm a commander, I'm a futurist, I'm a creator, I like to do significant work, I'm also competitive. So my top five strengths from the strength finder test are um, all about achieving and doing, and therefore there's a whole lot of control um, in that, in my strengths. And so my strengths are amazing and they can work for me and they can also work against me. And they have, and you know, like, in the creation of a business, founding of a yoga studio and creating it over the course of a year and then getting the money and then two years later f- creating a yoga school. I love creating. I love building things um, a year and a half after that creating the podcast and then writing a book. so you guys that's what I do. I'm when when I apply my strengths in the right area, I create things that are magnificent. And if I get overly focused on things that I cannot control, that's when I get tripped up. And that's when my ego really like, it's like, feel like my legs get tied together and I can't go anywhere. I'm stuck. So I have been in this this space with my yoga studio for quite some time when I wanted to, uh, I wanted a release. I wanted a release from the constant grind. However, there was no way for me to get a release because I couldn't hire or pay more for certain aspects of the business. There was, there's, this is a hobby. And this was one of the things that really, um, you know, woke me up in the last year that, oh, Liz, you... And there's so much you guys are so much here. I, I, I started a career around a hobby. and in the beginning, the first three years, it was it was great and I was making money at it and, and then I started the school and everything was fine. And, it, and then once I started the school, however, let me let me back up the first two years I worked seven days a week and I taught a minimum of, of three classes a day. okay? So I'm not a machine. I am a human, and that is not balanced. There's no quality, good quality of life there. I was hardly with my son, and he was nine at the time, eight and nine at the time, and that is not the life I wanted to live. And so I had a huge wake-up call back in 2012, and I looked at my mom going, oh my God, because when I was dating this guy before my studio, I was like, um, all he wanted to do was travel, and I remember looking at her going, Mom, why did I do this? Why did I not just become his wife and travel around the world with him? That's all he wanted to do. That's fun. <laughs> she was like, you couldn't, you never would have known had you not gone through this. And I was like, I know, I know, but I've got to find some balance here. And um, so that was back in 2013. And then I created the school. And then the school helped me to create nine new teachers. And then I, I always say I birthed nine new teachers. And then I let them come into the studio, a lot of them wanted to teach and they came in and taught and I stepped out and I taught, I started to to do the online figure fit program because I started to pour into another passion of mine, which was weightlifting and nutrition science other things that I was extremely passionate about, things that I was highly knowledgeable in that I wasn't doing at my studio. And honestly, a lot of the yogis were not interested in that. They thought vegetarianism was the way and I was like, "Um, no, and I'm not a vegetarian and I never will be. I don't think I ever will be. I can't say never. But um, I just know too much about nutrition science and the amino acids we get, blah, 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 from <laughs> the animals that we eat. And so... Um, you know, it was just an area of my passions that I wasn't really able to move into. So I went um, in a different route. And I'm so glad that I did. I am so glad that I did. Um, I kept teaching yoga, and I kept doing the yoga school. And I eased back to one to two yoga classes a week, but I still taught my figure fit fitness class. And you guys, I've never taking that off the schedule from the moment I opened my studio. That should say something huge. Um, When I opened my studio, I opened my studio. This is, now. this is, I said a little bit ago, there's so much packed into this message today. I opened my studio to give our town a, a yoga studio, one of a modern day spin, you know, soothing the soul peace. That's what solace means. And when I approached the teachers in my town who were already certified, they didn't want to teach. They thought it was a competition and they didn't teach. So I had to find a teacher. I hired her from Mexico. She actually was from here, believe it or not. And she moved back up from Mexico and her and I built the studio by ourselves for two years. We worked our butts off and we built that studio. And So then I got to that place where I got new teachers. I was like, yes, this is it. This is the way it's going to be. And so it was a great release for me to be able to step out and focus on other things that I was passionate about. Um, The teachers that moved in and were doing quite a bit of the work in the studio were amazing and so good. And um, that, that first group really you know, stepped up and started making a name for their own selves in the yoga space. And one of my good friends and my mom and some other people were like, yeah, but Liz, a lot of the people are there for you and you're not there anymore. And I was like, I know, but I can't go back in to the extent of what I was. That first initial burnout was huge. And I really, I love teaching. But I was unwilling to go back in to that extent. Um, Absolutely unwilling to ever live that life that way again. So I realized I have to create balance. And so I put my amount of what I was willing to do and what I was willing to give my own personal energy and to the class schedule um, for, you know, that business. And I, I, I did what I was willing to do. Um, there's so much about entrepreneurship, there's so much about sacrifice, about, you know, when it's your business, you got to grind, and you got to do this, and you got to do that. Well, there's so much around that, that I just don't believe, and I don't, I won't accept, because I don't believe that that's life. The, the best things in your life, if you really look at it, they've actually come so easy to you. They have. Um, Some of the things, yeah, we have to work for, absolutely. We have to bundle, we have to build, and we have to create when we have a passion. Um, But when something's no longer a passion for you, you don't have to make it be, you know? Um, So, and I'm not talking about yoga for me in that sense, I'm just talking about in general, because yoga is still a passion for me. But it was never my highest passion. It was something that helped my mind. It was something that helped me with stress relief. Um, It was never something that I wanted to do all day long, every day of the week. That's where I just started to get resentful towards it. And so... Over the years, a lot of things changed. That first group of teachers, actually four or five of them got pregnant at the same time. So what happened was I I was like, don't drink the water, A. (laughs) And B, I had to go back in. I had to go back in and teach. And I got resentful because I was like, I'm not a sub. I am the business owner. And I don't like this. I don't like that I have to do this. So um, I realized I was serving the business rather than serving my own personal message or my own personal mission. I was serving the business, and really, particularly, you guys, I was serving the landlord. I was serving the rent. I was serving that, and that was, I was just... I had to I had a commitment, I had a contract, I had a lease. I had to uphold my agreement in that lease. And to be so real with you, my rent at the studio was about $3,800 a month. And there um, my landlord made more off of the business than I did over the course of my business. And I just find that that's really pathetic. <laughs> you know, that is my biggest lesson learned. And for anybody out there looking to build space or uh, do a lease anywhere, if you got the money, find your own place, be your own landlord. Make your own investment in real estate. That is rule number one. Um, rule number two is if you're going to do it, they have lease to buy or um, su- build to suit, do that. And that's not what happened in my case. I put the entire amount of money in the studio. So essentially... I, put, I built a business inside a business, and I have to walk away from my creation because my landlord ended the lease, and that's really, really tough, and over the last month of what's been going on, um, well, let me back up. I got the letter on the first, the first week I was in denial. I didn't know if I wanted to find a new, like, new location. And then I did. I said, yeah, I'll find a new location. But then there was a huge um, anchor holding me back saying, no, you don't. No, you don't. You do not want to do the same thing in a different location. Um, You don't. And my soul has been screaming at me for so long to do these other things that are on my heart, but I haven't been able to because of everything that has been going on at the studio. Here's another example most recently in the last year, I've had you know teachers come and go, you know you're not this is not a career, it's a hobby. They're making around $15 an hour and then if they're a good teacher, they're making a per head rate over a certain amount of people. So they're required to market their own services. however, I always did that for them as well through the newsletter, through Facebook, through videos. Um, and they were lucky in the aspect that I poured my own time into helping them build their own aspect of their own business to not only help the business itself, but to help them. And I always told them that this is a platform for you. You either can utilize it to your benefit or you won't. And it's sad that a lot of them just didn't have the, I don't know if it was self-confidence or what, but a lot of them just didn't do that. And... um I don't know, you know, maybe it was just, you know, my mom always says, she always said to me, she was just a phenomenal salesperson, you know, growing up, and she's got great wisdom in business. And she's like, you know, your priority isn't theirs. And most of them have other jobs. And so they're just there to teach, really, they don't really care as much as you do. And I believe that that's true. Um, However, I needed them to care. I did. And I needed that. So if you can't make people care, what can you do, you know? So I tried to help in as many ways that I could. So over the last year, I had a lot of Notre Dame students that were teaching at the studio, and I also had um, uh, another local person who was not a a student. And then when Christmas hit, every single person said they were leaving. Now, let's talk about business for a second. When you have a business you have sick days, you have days off, holidays, and you get a certain amount of vacation time every year, right, that's pretty typical, and that's how businesses stay in business, that's how businesses run their business, and that was no exception to my business, however, The teachers would um, say, you know, like for students at Notre Dame, they'd go home for the holidays or they'd go somewhere for spring break. And it was almost in their minds, this expectation that they were allowed to go. And I've always been lenient with that. And my number one rule was always, if you travel, you can travel as much as you want. But if you do travel, you have to get a sub for your class. And if you don't get a sub, we're not canceling the class. So that means you can't go. Um, and so that was something that I was like, you know, our, our, number one thing is having the class schedule. We have a studio, we have to have a class schedule. And I got to a place where, um, at Christmas, every single person was already booked their travel before they didn't even think, they didn't care to think about, um, you know, what was going to happen at the studio. And, um, you know, yes, that absolutely disappointed me, um, And to one extent, but to the other extent, I get it. Um, And I just really wish that, you know, like, I can say this now, like the person who did live here would actually understand that and maybe not book their travel. But I also get it. You know, I do get it. They're making $15 an hour and they want to travel and they want to go see their family. And so I really had to look at this objectively and say, I don't like this. I don't like this business. I don't want to fault them. I don't want to tell them they can't go. Um, I don't like this. Uh, so what can I do? And I just really started to think, I can, I can only control me, you know, And I would I had to go in at the holidays and teach all the classes. <laughs> and I was not happy about it. I had to cancel some, but the only name on the schedule was me. You know, actually, that was like a wake up call. I was like, you know, what? I didn't have to make payroll. Hmm, there's something to this. I, you know, I had to teach a lot, but I also didn't have to deal with anyone saying, I don't know how to do this, or I don't, um, this client has this question, or this client has this question. I was able to take care of everything on my own. And I started to really think about it and go, oh, okay, well, there's something to this. And um, I've known this for quite a while. I am an entrepreneur, I am a creator, I am highly independent, and that's a good thing. It's not that I don't play well with others, but I don't like to be responsible for other people. I also really don't enjoy the feeling of needing to babysit people. And I really, really like independent thinkers who bring ideas to the table. Um, You know, one of the biggest things that I've learned in this whole experience is what I do like and what I don't like, what stresses me out and what I can tolerate and what really drives me crazy and what I would rather not deal with. And, you know, I look at this as a blessing in disguise because I now can say, okay, I don't choose this anymore. I don't choose this aspect of my life experience anymore. I'm moving on. I know what I do like, I don't. I know what I don't like, and I have the opportunity to choose. And so that's what I decided to do. Um, really, ultimately, everything led up to this point. And last year in 2017, in the summer, Um, You guys, the yoga studio gets so slow because we're here in the Midwest. We're in the winter. We have people who, in the wintertime, they need to go somewhere, so they go inside, and we have hot yoga. But in the summertime, there's only a handful of people who are interested in doing hot yoga. And honestly, in my town, there's only a handful of people who are really interested in doing yoga to begin with, which is really sad, but that's the reality. And um, we get so slow in the summer that it always terrified me. I remember early days talking to my staff and going, you guys, this is normal, because they'd feel so um, sad or insecure about the fact that only like two or three people were coming to their classes. And I was like, it's not you. It's not you. (laughs) It is not you. And um, so every time the summer would come around, we get so slow. And then for me, since this was my Uh, only income for a really long time, I would get super stressed out. And so for, you know, a long time ago, I started building other means to make an income, whether it was through network marketing, my network marketing companies, or the online figure fit program, or even through speaking events, or private one on one coaching, or even sponsorships, you know, I started to build other avenues of income. And that was, you know, that's, if you know anything about business um, entrepreneurship, the average millionaire has seven sources of income. So it's really a good idea to build other means to make money. You know, other things that I've done is personally rent out my own home on Airbnb in the summertime to, um, and, and in the fall to make money. So I was always looking for different ways to just bring in revenue for my business my son and I. And you know, it is, it's just me. So I am solely responsible for the income that is coming into my ho- household. And um, I'm not interested in marrying. I'm not interested. People have said to me before, like, oh, just find a husband, just find someone that can take care of you. And that is not the way I work. I am not that way. I honor my soul. I honor the soul's life, just thriving experiences that um, call my soul with passion forward. I'm not interested in settling. And I it totally goes against my entire belief system. Um, and that will be spoken about a ton coming forward. Um, I don't believe we're here to just um, find someone, settle in, and then, you know, nothing against marriage at all. There's great partnerships, and I've seen some. Um, and for those that make it work in their lives, amazing, good. That's part of our life experience. And I think that um, most people, a lot of people see relationships as like this culmination. Let I get married and it's happy happily ever after Well, that's so not the case. You may get married, but you're gonna have a, a lot of work to do. And you know what? since I'm on this tub- subject, I'll just say it. You know, there's a First Corinthians, Paul says, "I tell you, don't get married. You will not be able to serve the call on your life that God has for you if you get married. You will have to dedicate your time to serving your spouse and your family and your children, and God will not get as much of uh, you as God would like or as this call on your soul would like to have. So that's my, that's me. That is my full belief. And that is why I don't mind being single. I love. Following my soul's calling. I love following my soul's passion. And you know what? I also am not willing to stay stuck and stagnant. You know, we are here to experience this life and to enjoy it. And that doesn't mean it's going to be easy. That doesn't mean we're not going to have struggles. We are. And that's part of life. That's part of up leveling our experience and, you know, reaching those next levels but we're not here to suffer that's not the the purpose of life is suffering so when you find yourself suffering what is it what's happening is it you are you doing it to yourself is it your mindset is it Your belief systems, is it you holding yourself in a pattern that's not serving you? Is it somebody you've chosen to be with who isn't the kind of person you actually really wanna be with? Is it how you take care of your body? You know, we have to look in the mirror and we have to say, what am I doing that is serving me? And what am I doing that's not serving me? And we have to wake up to our reality and our truth. And, you know, the big thing that I woke up to to over the last years is that I'm just not happy doing what I'm doing to the full extent of what I'm doing. I want to continue to teach yoga, I love it. I love teaching, I'm a natural teacher. However, what I'm not interested in is being a slave to a business or a schedule or a landlord. End of story, not interested. So what can I do instead? So I started to build my my other stuff and really work towards what I do wanna do. Where am I happiest? Where am I making good money? And where, where, what am I willing to do? And so I started to really work on that over the last couple of years. And as I said before, everything kind of added up to the culmination of where, where I am now. Last summer I gave, I decided to give up fear and around the business. I was in massive fear for a long time, massive fear, living in lack mentality and fear. And It was an energy that was awful. It didn't serve me. It didn't serve the people in my life. And I was, I recognized it. So I was like, okay, well, how, once I recognized it, I was like, well, how do I get out of this? And I did so many things to try to get out of it. Um, Action. And then my actions weren't working. So it was like, okay, how can I look at this differently and change the way I see it? So that what is, is not making me suffer, so I found, I listened to a book called Surrender Experiment, and that one was great, um, that really helped me with this, he kept surrendering to things, and so I decided to surrender to what is with the studio, that, that this is the business, this is the reality, and um, I can accept it, and I can fight against certain things that I know to be true, and then I can also or I can surrender to what I know to be true about myself, to, to what I know to be true about this industry, to know that sometimes as hard as you fight, you can't personally change certain things. So what do you do? Um, so I really started to look at the lack aspect of the, the business and you know how slow we were. And when you're really slow, like you guys, I couldn't take an income from my business in the summer. That doesn't bode very well when you are the owner of a business and you're a single parent and you have a home and you have bills to pay. So I needed to figure out another way to make money. And I did that. I did that with my online program. And so the studio, the demand that kept happening of pulling me back in to a place I just didn't wanna be at. And so, you know what, last summer... I was month to month with my, my lease agreement with, once we got to this point, a 30 day option to end at any point in time from either my landlord or myself. And my landlord, uh, came in a couple months ago, was kind of looking around my space and I knew what they were doing. And I was like, Oh, I better get on it. Um, they want to sell the building and, um, They've had a space next to me empty for so, so long and I'm not sure what they're going to do, but now they're going to have two empty spaces on this end. And he gave me a 30-day notice and he said, if I'm willing to pay the full amount, which was like the $3,800 a month um, for one more month, then I could stay up through April. And I was just like, well, that's not going to happen because the business isn't even bringing in extra to even cover that. So I was like, all right, well, I guess we got 30 days. And for the, you know, in the beginning, it was like, okay, find a new location. And then, like I said earlier, I just could not bring myself to do it. I knew it was going to be the same thing in a different place. And I just, with everything in me, it just kept saying, no, just no, no, you are not doing this again. You know what you want to be doing. And yeah, teaching is part of it, but is absolutely not serving a schedule every single day of the week. You know what? I wanna teach when I wanna teach, and I get to. That's what I'm accepting and stepping into. I get to. I get to be the ruler of my life, the ruler of my time, the ruler of my schedule, and I get to teach when I want, and that's what I decided to do. And so we're here, and um, I... Decided against right now uh, having a different location and really just changing the aspect of the business to I will serve businesses in this town when they wanna bring me into their space and teach uh, maybe a yoga class or stress management techniques such as breathing or meditation or even doing a complete Happy Healthy Fit program for businesses that covers everything from the neuroscience of the mind that I talk about in my, my international bestselling book, Happy Healthy Fit, to the gut health that I talk about in the healthy section, to the fitness, the nutrition, uh, or the exercise science stuff that I talk about in the fit section of my book. So this is my expertise, this is my knowledge, and this is all of it, collective as a whole, is what I am interested in teaching. I am not interested in pigeonholing myself and only teaching yoga classes. Um, Doing the online stuff has been phenomenal. It's given me an outlet to serve the gifts that I have in nutrition, in Um, nutritional mastery, body mastery, how to work out, how to pair the foods. You know, these are all things that I've gone through in my own experience that I love, have always loved helping people with. So my recent Look Good Naked program did phenomenally well. My recent um, offshoot of that program called the Nutrition and Fat Loss Mastery e-course that I created did amazing um, back last month. And that was in, what, February they did amazing. And these were, they just had my fire. They had my passion. These people had all of me on these calls with them. And you know what, when it was done, it was done. And I got to move on to something else. It's like when you, when you always have this thing that you have to go back to, um, and it's not evolving, it's devolving. If it's not expanding, it's retracting. And there was nothing expanding about the class schedule. People were coming in and just being served and then going away, and there was nothing more about it. And I was over it. So that's where I am. And I am super excited about this next portion of my journey. I'm the other day. I woke up with massive fear because this is my last week, but I also at the same exact time had massive inner spiritual warrior rising. Like my inner warrior had so much good to tell me at the same time that there was fear going on. Um, this is soul expansion. This is what up-leveling looks like. Um, I know I'm doing the right thing because my soul is saying, yes, yes, keep going. Yes, this feels good, yes. And you know what happens when you do that? You know what happens when you follow those yeses? The universe meets you. God Um, spirit, cooperative components of the world, uh, they meet you, and you are gifted with being in alignment with your soul's purpose. For so many years, I've been, those of you that have been following me have seen me say things like live true, or live your soul's truth, or soul expansion, or live aligned. This is what it means. You've got to find your inner happy and you've got to be able to learn how to follow those calls on your soul. So the other day I posted an image on Instagram and I really have, this is the first you guys that I'm sharing this. I shared it within the Salas Yoga Studio community that I would be shutting that aspect of the business down, but that I would be personally still serving the community in just a different way, and that my goal really is to go deeper. It's, um, you know, there's way more that happens. Um, we're, we're bigger creatures, and yeah, there's. I, I love the physical aspect. I, will, I do it daily, and I work out, and I do yoga on my own. Um, I just have the desire as a teacher to go deeper, and to do more, to really, really help people. And that can't happen in a one-way exchange when I'm teaching yoga. Yes, it can to a little bit of a degree, and I always have a message and an intention in my practice, but I really like connection and really helping people. And that is why I love my Solace Yoga School, because these people pay to become yoga teachers and I get to teach them the entire path of yoga, which covers everything from personal morals to the way we live, our attachments to, yeah, the poses, but breathing, stress management, meditation, um, philosophy, what's samadhi, what does connection with the divine look like once you've achieved it? And that is the part I love teaching. And I wasn't able to do that in the room. So I um, still am doing the yoga school. I'm doing one-on-one coaching with people and I'm doing work with corporations or when people just pop up, you know, and wanted me to do like an event for their corporation or for a group, such as like right now in April, I'm doing a, a workshop for entrepreneurs, which is perfect, because entrepreneurs have a high rate of stress and even suicide. And you guys, we feel like we have to hide when we're not doing as good as we can be because the last thing we want to do is put fear into anybody else. And so the only people that we have to reach out to are other entrepreneurs because really they're the only ones that are going to get it. And um, unless it's been somebody who's really been with you during the ent- entire ex- experience and holds space for you and what you've gone through. So now I wrote this letter or this post on Instagram the other day and I was like, you know what? There is a time when you have to let go of things because your soul's expansion is calling for more from you. And this is exactly what has been happening for me. It's like my soul went from, it's like screaming at me. And I know that it was almost my soul ripping this from my ego. You know, for a while I looked at this years ago and uh, as everything kind of started to take a turn, as I was failing and some people might even say that but there's not an ounce of failure here I did so much because I've been there for seven and a half years I've done so much for yoga in our community and if anybody was the game changer for yoga in the community it was me it was solace yoga studio it was um solace yoga school And I'm proud of that. I'm super proud of that. No, I didn't do things perfectly. But nobody's perfect. But I'm going to step up and say I'm proud of what I did do. And, you know, a couple years ago, I didn't feel that way. I would cry. And I would think I am a failure. And, you know, a really good friend of mine said, No, you did not fail. If anything, you have succeeded because of all that you've Done. Are you kidding me? He's like, just because you choose to walk away from something that is no longer serving you does not mean you failed. It means you're you've learned and you're choosing differently for yourself. And I was like, ooh, that was such a good thing that I needed to hear at that time because he was right. And that is does not make it any easier. There's only so much of us to go around, you guys, and our time is limited here on this planet. So if you want to evolve, it's inevitable that certain things may leave your experience, and that is okay, but it is hard. The ego is what attaches to things, and my ego and the strengths in me, the the strengths that are a commander, uh, someone who needs to do significant work, uh, achiever, competitive, all of those strengths worked against me in this because... They just wouldn't allow me to let go, but they also helped me. Does that make sense? So know your strengths and um, also know where your ego might be attaching and where your soul might be calling you. So one of the first principles in yoga is non-attachment. And that's another tough one to navigate. For years, I didn't really know how to really navigate that one. I contemplated it. What, okay, well, what should I attach to? What shouldn't I attach to? You know, and really, truly, I believe that most things are just lessons for us. They're lessons for our greater understanding. And in that, I mean that there are lessons to help us learn to love more, to love ourselves more, to love each other more. And we begin to up level as these experience experiences grow us. So now it's really about figuring out what has to go that's not serving you. And I don't think that that is selfish at all. Some people might think it is, but here's the deal. You have to serve yourself. You have to put yourself first. Otherwise, there is no you to serve other people. And what I learned in this experience is that I was serving other people all the time, but who I wasn't serving was myself. So over the last year, I was really doing a deep dive in what I want my life to look like and what I'm willing to do and what I'm not willing to do. And I've I've got rid of some relationships. I have, um, you know, I've, I've up-leveled in a lot of cases. In some cases, it... What it, it, things came out sideways in um, my lack of understanding with how I was really, what was really, really going on. And, you know, I was waking up to certain aspects that I really didn't want to hold on to anymore. Um, that's what changes that's what learning is that's what growth looks like. It's not always sweet and pretty, sometimes it's bitter and it's awful and it's gross and it's ugly and it comes out sideways in attack and anger at the people that you love and those things wake you up and you go, Oh, how do I need to change? What do I need to do differently? You know, and what I realize is if you want to have a bigger purpose, you have to break out of the walls that are containing you. Your bigger purpose is found in in what that call is on your soul. And I know what it is. I know what it is. And it's always been the same. And even Solace Yoga Studio was a part of this it was a piece in the entire journey and it's the piece that led me to where I am today it's the piece that woke me up to what I do really 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 truly want to do and what I want to do is I want to help serve people in a greater way a bigger way that has more balance and more structure (laughs) and that balance and structure is going to with start with me first me first my family first my financial situation first And that's where it has to start. And, you know, I I said earlier that I really woke up to the fact that I was doing hobby work. Like, it's my passion. Of course, I love teaching. Of course, I love yoga. Of course, I love fitness. Of course, I love helping people with their personal development. But some of it just was not, I wasn't able to go to the depth of what I wanted to. And also, the, the, what. where where the business was was strictly focused on classes and I want to do more and that's why I have my online program and that's why I'm I have my certification programs because that's the more that's the deeper part that's beyond the hour you know you can only do so much in an hour and my purpose is amazing I love the call in my soul and the call in my soul is to serve and it is to help people it's to really help people wake up to who they truly are. And we're all divine, sentient beings for in the spiritual terms. And that's where I find my deepest, my deepest sense of purpose is really truly connecting with people. And I love that. I love happiness, I love ease, I love flow, I love peace, I love, um, who doesn't, right? Who doesn't love all that stuff? And when you can make your life a little bit easier, I invite you to choose to do it. Sometimes you're going to do it kicking and screaming, but to do it, you must, because that is the call on your soul. And if you don't do it, you're only kidding yourself. There is a Bible passage that is looking at me and I just saw it. And you guys, this speaks to the heart of the message of what I am saying on this podcast. I'm so glad that this just caught my eye. This couldn't be more perfect and divine. Okay, here we go. I'm going to read it. It says, God gives his word. Accept the message God planted on your heart. It's a message to obey, not just to listen to. If you don't obey, you are only fooling yourself. If you do what what it says, and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. So whether you call it God, source, universe, whatever, you have a call on your soul. I know you do. You know you do. You've heard it. You felt it. It pulls you. It pulls you forward. And I am excited for where I'm going. I'm excited that, you know, I actually, we were moving some stuff yesterday and I said, I'm surprisingly joyful for not knowing how I'm going to have an income in the next month or two. But the thing is, I know I'm supported. I know it because I always have been. And whenever I choose to follow my soul and follow these nudgings, I've always been blessed. I've always been blessed. And this is no different. This was just harder. It was just really, really hard because solace was like the class schedule. That part of the business was like a child to me. I poured so much into that business over the years and into this community and into serving my clients over the years that it was really, really tough to make this decision. But I had to because my health needed it. My mind needed it. I haven't even talked about that, but I've been sick from stress for two months. And I know it's stress because I never get sick. And so, you know, it's... It is. It has been time, and it's here, and this is where I'm going. I've got a new podcast, not just this one. So this one's gonna really stick with the overall like story and health and fitness. But the other one is gonna be really geared more towards the soul aspect, soul expansion, what that looks like. Um, I'm going to focus on top neuroscience researchers, people in this field of studying. Awe and science and quantum physics and metaphysics and how we actually are co-creators with the universe. This is what speaks to my soul. This is what's calling me forward and has been for a very long time. Those of you who listen to this podcast know that I often throw in the spiritual aspect and the metaphysical aspect. And on the new podcast, I'm going to be doing some amazing things that are going to help you really begin to wake up and f- understand the difference between ego and soul, because I don't think a lot of times we really understand them. And when we do, how do we make and navigate those choices without needing to go down fighting? You know, um, our spirit's always highest. It's always calling us forward and it's always blessing us when we do heed that call. So you guys, thank you for being here today. Thank you for listening and just um, spending this time with me I don't even know how long this recording has been but I really appreciate you listening and you know what if you know of anybody who might be going through something similar maybe an entrepreneur that you know or somebody who's an executive or somebody who even wants to start a fitness business say hey listen to this first Um, you know this is my experience it doesn't mean that other people will have the same but I know that my experience can absolutely help other people and I'm so grateful that you are all here and listening, and I invite you to tag a friend or share this with a friend who might need it. Again, thank you guys so much. So much love to you, ciao. We've all heard of insurance discounts for good driving records, but did you know that there is a health conscious company out there that offers special rates to those who are actively engaged in a healthy lifestyle? That's right, a company I totally jive with is Health IQ. They use science and data to secure lower rates on life insurance for health conscious people, including runners, cyclists, yogis, strength trainers, and more. To see if you qualify, head over to healthiq.com forward slash figurefin. What they're going to do is take you through a couple of health quizzes. To assess your health data and your health IQ. What's cool is that you can also get additional savings by submitting actual data such as race results or even health app data. To get your free quote today, head over to healthiq.com forward slash figurefit or mention promo code FigureFit when talking to a health IQ agent.